And welcome to Your Life, Your Money. Thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday. This is the show where we talk about your life and your money and the pinch point where those two things intersect. You can always visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N.ca. You can click on the schedule a call link. You can use all kinds of tools. You can get in touch with them there. Or you could give him a call at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And I've been talking about Kelvin, but I haven't in- introduced Kelvin the Money Guy. Who is Kelvin the Money Guy? He's one of the top financial advisors in the country. Just a really down-to-earth, great guy to know, but also someone who knows all the ins and outs of how to manage your money and make sure that you're getting the most out of your savings and make sure that you're maximizing the the money that you have and not having to pay too many taxes and everything that's tied up in that. And I know taxes is something a lot of people are probably thinking about at this time of year. Uh, But Kelvin, welcome. How are you doing this Sunday morning? Yeah, good morning. How you uh, how you keep it? I'm good. You know what? I I can't complain. It's uh, it's been a uh, relatively uh, moderate winter. So uh, whatever we got, we got it. And uh, and we get to continue uh, rolling along. You know what? I I, I found an interesting news story this week that uh, millennials now outnumber baby boomers. So there's now more millennials happening living in uh, Canada than there are baby boomers and baby boomers mm-hmm. are always sort of they, it, it's funny there's been this uh epic tale of the baby boomer from being you know this uh you know the, the young kids who sort of changed the world uh when they were young and then became this right. uh you know powerful working group through the 80s and 90s and they were my parents um and <laughs> then they uh then they all of a sudden became a slur you know the young people always right. just say okay boomer oh there's another boomer just to yeah. brush yeah. off those people but those are the people who you know who raised us and uh who uh, sort of built the world that that we live in in a in a large way and uh a lot of them are finding themselves at retirement age now mm-hmm. and are finding themselves in a position where they've got to, you know, this time of year, you look at buying your RSPs and things like that. A lot of boomers right. are probably looking at a, doing a little something different this time of year. Yeah. So boomers, you know, like I said, uh, on one of the shows that, you know, by 2030, every boomer will be over 65. Right. And yes, you're right. I read that article. It says millennials are now there's more of them than baby boomers. And you know who caused that problem was the Gen Xers. They're age between 45 (laughs) and 50. Lots of babies. and uh, I think that's what happened. So uh, and, and, uh, you know, so it's really interesting how there's a shift of dynamics. There's a shift of population, of people, of markets, of uh, the way stock markets are going to be in the future. Uh, so, for example, you know, before we get into the topic, for example, uh, Amazon has just replaced uh, Walgreens in the Dow 30. So it looks like there's a general shift. Really? Yeah, it looks like there's a general shift of the new companies replacing the old guys. So that's why it's so important to look at your um, your investment portfolio to see what do you have, what you don't have. Remember on uh, Friday, Thursday, I believe it was, NVIDIA came out and they beat the street and it's took it off. They're, they're you know, the biggest AI company. 
And now AI, like I said, is going to rule the world, the investment world as well. So a lot of things are changing and people need to change as well. And it's really Just a funny quick point because... for, for people who don't uh, spend a lot of time in the States. I want to go back to Walgreens and like put it in perspective. That's a big drugstore chain yeah. that is like the shopper drug shoppers drug mart of the States. They're all over yeah. the place and there's just a yeah. huge company and to get bumped uh, for Amazon really, mm. really puts in perspective how the markets are changing and how shift. the economy is changing. Yeah, there's a big shift. And, and you know, I was going to say, you know, baby boomers follow rules, right? The very rule base. Um, and the rule was to start putting money into RSP in 1957 and now it's 64 years later or whatever. And they did a very good job by building huge portfolios and RSPs because that was the only choice. And the investment industry is very infant back in the 90s. And all we knew is to buy RSPs, not knowing that you know 30 years later, the tax brackets are going to be huge. And maybe buying a lot of the RSPs might not be a good thing. I know the RSP deadline for this year is coming up at the end of the, the on the 29th. Um, so people that have to buy their, their RSPs, you have to do it by then to account for last year's uh, you know, tax deduction. Um, but again, be mindful of buying maybe too much. Because now we have the TFSA, we have the FHSA, that we have choices where we never used to have. So what we're finding is the baby boomers are moving away from accumulation to decumulation, meaning they're looking at their incomes, wherever they get it from, CPP, old age, they're still working, working pension, and saying to themselves, you know what? Maybe I should start decumulating some RSPs, pay the tax now, a little bit of tax now, put it in my TFSA, and let that grow over the next 5, 10, 15 years. So those are the thinking that's starting to happen, not to everyone, but it's starting to happen to lots of baby boomers. I see a lot of people coming into the office and looking at, some people have eight, nine hundred thousand in their RSPs. And when they turn it into a riff is when the problems come up because you have to start taking you know, four or five percent of that amount out, which adds to your income. And if you have a healthy pension while you're working, and many baby boomers have healthy pensions while they're working, you know, companies match them and so on. And that could pose to be a big problem because now you're getting your old age, you're getting your your, uh, your CBP. So what do I do? So it's very, it's very mind boggling. What should I do? And we as advisors need to shift our practices along with that rather than just looking, oh yeah, you should buy an RSP to save $1,000. Maybe you want to pay the $1,000 and save the $3,000 in a TFSA. So what I'm saying is to save $1,000 in your taxes, you got to purchase roughly $3,000 in, um, in RSPs, right? So you got to look at your age and where you are. Now, when I talk to the, about these things, I'm not saying everybody has to do it. What I'm saying is speak to your advisor and, and do, you know, do the math and figure out, is this for me or not for me? Um, and I find a lot of people are still worrying about fees and the markets going up and down things we have no control over, you know, and, and a good example would be last year where January to like, say October, the markets were very choppy, right? Of November to now things are starting to, to, to take off again. 
Um, it might be choppy again for a little few months, but it looks like from all the money people are saying, things are gonna things are gonna start percolating again. So make sure that you do the math, make sure that you figure out, you know, is this for me or not for me, right? Um, so lots of things that we have to think about that we never had to, you know. You know, it's interesting, um, Kelvin. Uh, I was, uh, you know, while we were while we were talking about RSPs, I was uh, walking and I, I ran into someone who said, "Hey, I was listening to you the other day on uh, with Kelvin, the money guy, and Kelvin doesn't like RSPs." <laughs> and I, th- I, I, I kind of started going into a little bit of a spiel, like, "Well, it's not so much that he doesn't like them, but it's that it's not necessarily right for everyone." And yeah. Uh, you know, I find I'm not as I'm I'm not as good at communicating money stuff as you are. So uh, I I hope we can sort of explain a little bit of that to to people who well, think that you're anti RSP. No, no, no. It's like me. I like hockey, but I don't like the Leafs. <laughs> oh, come so on. it doesn't mean. <laughs> I thought I would just let you know that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, anyhow, no, I'm not saying not to buy an RSP. RSPs are a good thing if you use it properly to your advantage. Sure it is. It's a great, it's a great thing for you. But what I'm saying is you have to look and see how much you got in there. Do I have enough or don't I have enough? Because too much of a good thing might come back to bite you in the long run. So what do I mean by that? So so who shouldn't buy an RSP? Who do you think should buy an RSP, in your opinion? Because I've done this show with you for a few years, I've, I'm in my mind. I think if you have a really good pension, like you're a teacher or something like that, you know mm. that you're going to be getting a good income in your retirement. That the RRSP might become a problem as you start to decumulate. Yeah, I, I mean, people that have less than say forty thousand shouldn't really buy an RSP, right? What they could do is they should buy a FHSA, the first time home savings account. And the reason being is because you get the benefits of an RSP, the tax savings, and you get the benefit of a TFSA when you take it out, you don't pay any tax. And if and if you're a first time home buyer, you get to use that again to buy your first house and you don't have to pay it back like the old home buyer's plan. So if your income is below even 50000 if your income is below that and you want to save some money in your taxes, don't buy the RSP. Buy the new home, buy the FHSA because you get the same, the same treatment, right? So that's what I'm trying to say is, is you really have to think about, do I want the RSP or don't I want the RSP? How can I get the same tax deduction as an RSP? Well, there's many ways you can get it, right? So you have to explore is that right for me? So those are the kind of thing I'm trying to talk about. And maybe, you know, maybe after the break, I'll talk about how as advisors and people actually are changing how they choose advisors and what they do as they get older. Awesome. That's coming up as your life, your money continues. Stay tuned as we continue to talk about that drawdown era, that point in your life where you might be looking at decumulating your uh, your retirement savings and those RRSPs as we continue. Don't forget to visit askkelvin.ca. That's Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca, or you give him a call at 416-457-7526 or 
457 plan and touch base with Kelvin about everything that we're talking about today. Again, askkelvin.ca. There's a schedule, a call link in the top right-hand corner, and you pick a time and date of your choosing when you can have a chat with Kelvin about all of your money needs. Your life, your money continues on 640 Toronto. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money. Thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday morning. Don't forget to visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N.ca. You click on that schedule a call link, a little calendar pops up. You pick the date you want to talk to him. You pick the time that you want to talk to him. And you've got yourself a call booked with Kelvin, the money guy. If you've got a question, you just want to give him a ring. The phone works too. 416 457 7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And we have been talking uh, this hour about that drawdown era, era, that point in your life when you're looking a little bit of decumulation in your assets as you're approaching retirement. And uh, Kelvin, you teased us a little bit talking about how people relate to advisors and where people are getting their money advice from in throughout their life. Mm-hmm. So, so what we what studies have found is that as you you know in your thirties, you typically have one advisor. You because you're on Quest Trade, you're on all these advertisements you see on TV saying that there's no fees, there's no fees, and you actually believe it because you don't want any better. You believe, oh my God, they can do all this stuff and they don't charge me a penny. Yeah, but as you get into your money 40s, for yeah, as you get into your forties, you think, well. Maybe they're charging me something. I don't know. So what I'll do is I'll try an advisor and myself. And it kind of works okay. As you head into your 50s, you tend to drop yourself an advisor or manage less of your money and give it more to an advisor. As So you go from two advisors to you hit your mid-50s, 60s, and you think, you know what? I can't do this anymore. It's too stressful. So you hire one person, one advisor. And... As you near the, the accumulation stage, what happens is a lot of several life milestones will happen to you. And when you give that money to one person, they have a whole view of your money and, and of your life as well. Your family, your spouse going to retire, not retired, working, whatever. So you reach all those milestones in your life. For example, you might want to change career. If you're 60, 65, you're thinking, man, I can do something else. And you're finding it a lot of this generation, right? The baby boomers. Uh, they start thinking about, um, you know, entering retirement. How much money do I need? Do I have enough? Will it outlast me? So you have to do that calculation that you can't do on your own. You can get some calculator on the internet, but it's cookie cutter, right? Um, you know, when should I take my old age? I mean, when should I take my CDP? Old age you get when you're... 65 but when should i take my cdp at 60 61 do i leave it go to 70 you know uh, do i turn my rsp into a riff right now even though i'm not 71 so all those questions that you can't answer on your own and google won't answer for you and quest trade won't answer for you and all those no fee people won't answer for you and that's why you turn to one advisor so investors consolidate everything to simplify their financial affairs. That's the reason why they do it. Um, so so what you find is 50 percent of people will, as they get older, will choose one advisor. And it doesn't matter what the advisor is. I mean there's lots of us around. Um, okay. So you don't have to choose me. You can choose 
anyone, or if you already have one, make the discussion and look at all those things that you're doing right now. You know, think about this. By 2026, which is a couple of years now from now, people age 55 and over will control 22% of the wealth. Right? That's about two years. So over the next few years, a lot of assets will be changing. And to top it all off, baby boomers, like I say, by 65 will be will all be 65, right? In 2030. So, so the older baby boomers are passing away or giving their money to their kids or transferring wealth and all that kind of stuff that's happening now. We don't see it right now. Unless you're in the financial planning business, you don't really see that because, well, you don't. Um, but it, but as, like, you, like we said in the beginning of the show, millenn there's more millennials than baby boomers. So it's going to come to the forefront in the next little while. So you're going to have to... Um, you know, take the bull by the horn and figure out what do I do with all this money I accumulated over all these years because I was so diligent about saving money, right? And and another thing, like I say, what advisors have to, that we have to change is we need to start asking clients about, you know, so how long are they going to live? They don't know, but we can tell by longevity in their family. Do they have longevity or whatever? Um, and one question is, where would you live? You're going to sell your big house and well, where would you go, right? Do you want to move out in the country? Well, the country is just as expensive now as it is here. So those are kind of things you have to start thinking about rather than the markets going up and down and up and, go, and, up and down. That's going to happen anyways, and we can't control that. What it's, if your spouse it's interesting, dies? Kelvin, uh, sorry to interrupt. I was just thinking about what you were talking about a minute ago about you know, the three different advisors that you have in your life. It's you yourself and an advisor and then just an advisor would it be wise to just skip that step and, and and get right to having an advisor right off the top or you think that people have to sort of feel around a little bit in the dark before they go to a professional well like we say the early bird gets the worm right so right. when you start working seek out an advisor keep some money on your side and you know go to quest trade and invest it and buy all kinds of stocks you're going to make a billion dollars with Chances are you won't. Um, so seek out an advisor because you know what? They're going to get you started on the right foot. Don't fumble around in the dark. Get someone and they'll, they'll get you on the right foot. The biggest thing about dealing with an advisor, from what I see now in the, in the world that we live in, is not so much picking stocks and you know portfolio building. It's tax planning. Right. The stock markets are going to go up and down and up and down regardless of what you do. Right. The stock market doesn't care if Chris invests money there or not. It, it doesn't matter. And when you look at the way the markets have gone over the last little while, you know, we were in a big, strong bull market when the Great Depression happened, uh, recession happened, I should say, 2009. And, you know, it, 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 it went straight from uh, straight up in the in the 20s, in the 2000s to 2008, and the recession happened. And it looks like we're at the bull market again. It looks like, you know, many portfolio managers saying we're at the start of a bull market. Are they right or wrong? I don't know, but everything points to another bull market. And we talked about this because of AI. AI has changed the world, and it's going to change it even more, better or worse, we don't know. But uh, as far as companies go, is it going to make things more efficient? More efficient comes to laying off people. Laying off people means to, uh, bad for them, but good for the stocks. 
So if you're invested in those stocks, you're going to do very well. So our mindset has to change. So if you can start off with an advisor before fumbling around, you'll be bit, much better off in the long run. And, re and remember, the traditional way of saving money in the RSPs is going by the wayside because of all the new things that we have that we can, you know, FHSA, TFSA, like, like I say, right? So um, before a, a I, lot so, of... Before yeah. I so rudely interrupted you, I'll, I'll no, get no, us back on okay. track. You were mentioning <laughs> that what clients should be talking to their, or rather what advisors should be talking to their clients about, you know, uh, how they're living, where they're going to live. Um, and I think that uh, where we left off is what if your spouse dies? Like these are all yeah. things that I think people don't necessarily want to think about or they imagine they're going to age in place, but that might not necessarily be yeah. physically feasible. Things change, accidents happen, and you've all of a sudden got to move. Yeah, you know, the spouse dies or becomes ill. Now what happens? And I'm getting a, a lot now from, uh, remember, I've been doing this for like almost 30 years, well, more than 30 years now. And a lot of clients, um, you know, their parents are at that point where getting ill, so they might have to sell the house or find out how can I get in-house uh, home care or retro the house. And it costs money. It's not, it's not uh, cheap, right? So those things we never had to think about. You know, remember the baby boomers, you know, you're in your 60s or whatever now. You never had to worry about us when you're in your 40s or your 50s. It was like, ah, I'm going to live forever. Now you're in your 60s and you're thinking, oh, my God, this could you happen look at to me. The kinds of houses, you know, you're, you're probably listening to us somewhere in the greater Toronto area. And the kinds of houses boomers bought in the suburbs or around the city. And it's a big two-story suburban uh subdivision house and you know what it 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 was not exactly built with aging in mind there's probably yeah. a lot of stairs you yes. might have that 1980s winding staircase that comes into a grand foyer in your house <laughs> yeah. does that work really well with a, a with a chairlift that might be something you have to think about investing in and uh and looking at yeah, and these are, this is reality. It's not to scare anybody. It's, it might happen or it might happen to you. But uh, when you think of all the things that are going on in the world today with health, you really got to figure out, uh, you know, what does it cost and, and so on. And it could be quite expensive, man. Um, so, so I think we need to get to the core of the clients and care about them rather than the markets. Um, you know, like I say, it'll go up and down no matter what we do. But we need to manage their risk is what we we need to do. You know, what if what if what if you retire, right? And in the next 10 years we get into another financial crisis like we did in 08 and 09. And you're starting to decumulate your money because you're in your 70s, right? Or God forbid there's another virus. You know, do you have the mechanisms inside of your investments that guarantee you your your money? Do you have, like, you know, these GMWB things that I talked about um, in some of the shows, the guaranteed minimum withdrawal benefits, take part of your portfolio and put in those things. So you know, if we face, if we face, you know, problems in the future, at least you're looking after it now, you know, don't wait until the problem happens. It might never happen, but if it did, at least, you know, you insured yourself that, you know what, I can sleep at night. You don't have to worry too much about you know about where where my money is or do I have to go back to work when I'm in my 70s so a lot of the little things we have to kind of look at that we never have to worry about 
So, so like I say, imagine you're 55 um, and you face a bear market or, or you know, or, or they're typically like a market coming down and you're decumulating your money. What do I do? So those are the experiences that people experience. And we'll talk about it after the break. Those are some of the, the things that people experienced in 2008, 2009 that might happen to us in the next 10, 15 years. So how do we mitigate for all that stuff? And that's where you can benefit from the years of experience of your advisor or Kelvin, the money guy. And you can give Kelvin a call at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Or you can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca. And click the schedule a call link, book a time and date of your choosing when you can sit down and have a conversation with Kelvin about all of these things and unlock those years of knowledge and experience. You know what? Maybe you weren't in that position that we were talking about, accumulating your income back in 2008, 2009, and wondering what to do, but you might be in the future. But guess who was there? Kelvin, the money guy, working with people to make sure that they got the most out of their retirement and made sure that they were uh, ready to prosper and have a good, have a great golden years. That's what it's all about. Kelvin will continue here with Kelvin, the money guy, askkelvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca. More of your life, your money, continuing on 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Your Life, Your Money here on 640 Toronto. Thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday, uh, wherever you are, if you're driving, if you're at home, if you're at work. You know what? Your life and your money matter to you and it matters to us and it matters to Kelvin, the money guy, and that's why we have him here on the air. You can visit his website, askkelvin.ca, that's ask askkelvin.ca, or you can give him a call anytime at 416 416- Four five seven plan. That's four one six four five seven seven five two six four one six four five seven plan. Kelvin, we were talking before the break about being in that decumulation period, a period in your life when you're looking to start to uh, you know draw back some of the money that you've been saving, but you find yourself in a financial downturn. That's something that is not necessarily happening right now. Right, right now, things look like they're getting kind of bullish on the markets mm-hmm. on yeah. Bay and Wall Street. But what happens in the future? What happens for people who may be 10 or 15 years out for retirement? And how do you start making sure that you've built in some buffers or some fail safes for yourself as you move into those years? Not you know, if you're in it right now, but if you're in it, if you see it coming on the horizon. Right. So, so what you do is you, you look for products, you know, that, that guarantee you the principal or 75% of the principal, you know, or a hundred percent upon death. Um, because you never know what's going to happen. Like we, like we said before, right? So there are products out there that guarantee you exactly that guarantee your principal, uh, and you get to participate in the markets, just like a regular fund that you invest into. Now there's a cost associated with it. But, you know, like, like everything else we see about Quest Trade and everything else with fees, returns are always net of fees. And a long time ago, some of these products used to cost so much that it wasn't really worth it, you know, to take the risk. Nowadays, the, the fees that you pay are pretty much the same or 
touch a little bit more than you would for your traditional, you know, investment fund that you may buy. So because we're getting older and we're in our 50s and 60s, you really need to, to have a look at the traditional funds that you that you bought, you know, a decade ago, because now you're in your 60s or 70s, not 50. So what, like we said, what if the markets go down? What if you die and the markets drop that same? What if you've got 100 grand and you passed away and the markets dropped 10% that day and now you have 90? Well, you, your spouse or beneficiary would get the 100 grand because these things are what they call GMWBs and you can't get these things with the banks because the banks, it's an insurance product called a segregated fund. And you can't get them with the banks that they're not licensed to sell them. So people that are listening, have a look and see. See how old you are, see how much money you have, and maybe shift some of it into these things. Maybe not all, but shift some into there. Explore is what I'm trying to, the point I'm trying to get to. Explore these kind of things that you wouldn't know about until you listen to these kind of shows or explore with an insurance guy. You wouldn't know about these kind of things. So sit down and do You see, we are in the investment business. We, we're we in the investment business, but I think we're in the human business first, where we look after you first, and then after all the money stuff that you may do. And are all these things that we talk about on these shows, you see on TV, is it all for me? No, it's not, not, not everything is for you. But some things might be for you. And that's why I try and touch on a little bit of everything so that you might sit and think, you know, let me find out, you know, with my advisor or let me give him a call and find out what the, what is he talking about, right? And that's what you need to explore as you move into those golden age, like we call it, you know, into your 60s and 70s, because you can't look back. That's why, what do we say? Look at the re look at the windshield rather than the rearview mirror because one's bigger than the other. So always plan ahead. Always try and be that step ahead of where you're heading. Look at your next three to five to 10 years down the road and plan out for those things. So you need to go beyond financial decisions in the, the accumulation years. You, I think you need to shift to a higher service model and have a more holistic approach to prepare yourself and your family to face retirement in style. Don't worry too much about it. Do some thinking, put pen to paper, so that when these kind of milestones or these kind of things happen in your lives, you kind of already prepared for it. You know, you don't have to think about it and go, oh my God, I wish I'd have, you know, the should have, could have guy. You don't want to be a should have, could have guy in your 60s and 70s, I'll tell you. Because, you know, I see it from clients and because I've been doing this for so long. And the ones that prepare will, will do very well for themselves. So drill down and find out where you are today. How much money do you have? You know, 32% of people um, have saved nothing for their retirement. You know, that's kind of kind of sad, I, I think, right? Um, I mean, sometimes it's, it's beyond your circumstances because you have expenses or you might get yourself into trouble somehow with you know, buying too many things. But yeah, 32% have saved nothing. So drilling down to those who have saved... The average is just about three hundred thousand, uh, no, three forty-five, and forty-nine percent have saved just under two hundred and fifty thousand in their RSPs and TFAs combined. So is that a lot of money? I don't know. It depends on you, right? Um, you have to see what your lifestyle is going to be like. And like I like we say, live your live 
your life forward and your money life backwards. Figure out what you need when you retire. They, they used to say there was a survey done a few years ago um, by BMO, and it was like four grand or something people need to live on when they retire. I think it's more than that. I think it's like more like five, six thousand when you, when you retire is what I think. Um, and and again, the math holds true. Look at your CPP. Look at your old age. Look at your company pension if you have one. And you know, spouse and yourself, or just yourself, and say, say, hey, listen, I'm going to be short three thousand bucks or two thousand dollars. Well, what do I have to do now to fill that gap over the next 10, 15 years? So those are some of the things you need you need to look for. And you know, when you look at these when you look at these statistics for retirement, it's funny. It's worse for women. Only twenty two percent of women have a formal retirement plan. Um, or even a, a good idea of how much they'll need versus the 32% of men. And women actually should take this by the forefront because they tend to outlive us guys. So they should really have a, a hard look at their investments, at what they have. And, and so they know if something was to happen, man, I got all this money and I'm, or I don't have all this money, I'm good to go. So, so even on the cusp of retirement, you know, by the age of 55, they say 43% of women and 20% of men lack a financial plan. So after the break, we'll talk about some of those things. Awesome. That's coming up on your life, your money as we continue. Don't forget Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca. And the phone number, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Stay tuned to Your Life, Your Money here on 640 Toronto. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money here at 640 Toronto. Don't forget Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca. Or you can give him a call at 416 416- Four five seven seven five two six. That's four one six four five seven plan. And we've been talking about that decumulation, that time in your life when you're deciding, okay, I've got to start taking some of this money that I've saved and start moving it into your retirement. And talking about what people have and where they should have it. And one of the things that I always find when I'm talking to Kelvin about retirement is that so many of us, when it comes to our savings, when it comes to our investing, we're following some kind of cookie cutter guide. You know, we're following the instructions on the box, but we could be having a much better meal if we decided to you know, employ the the uh, the the technical know-how and the experience of a chef who knows some tips and tricks, you know, a yeah. spice here and there that you wouldn't necessarily think <laughs> of. Have you tried adding feta cheese to that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not the chef. But if, you, if you're just investing alone and you're just doing all your retirement planning alone, you're not going to know some of the tricks, especially when it comes to tax planning and insurance yeah. and things like that that Kelvin can offer uh, from the years of experience that he has successfully managing other people's retirement. And that's why you know the, the you need an advisor behind your behind your your corner because I'll tell you why or in your corner I'll tell you why the traditional deck thoughts a decade ago was to defer RSP withdrawals, which will allow you to compound your return tax free within your RSP for longer, right? But this might have to change because the way we're living longer. So 
you know, we have a uh, we have a progressive tax uh, tax system here. So the more you make, the more they take. The more you make into retirement, meaning riffing your money and so on, you might be subject to clawbacks of your old age security, right? So around eighty one thousand or so, eighty two, I, I believe, what it is is was where the clawbacks start. So you might be losing money down the road because you did a great job of saving money. So I'm not saying not to save money. I'm just saying to be very mindful of how you of how you save it and what you do, and that can have a big impact on uh, on you. You know, so so the benefits of withdrawing, you know, registered money really becomes clear to people when you're forced to convert the RSP to a RIF, which happens at 72. That's where people sit back and think to themselves, "Oh my gosh, I wish when I was in the 60s, I started withdrawing this RSP and pay a little bit of the tax today." Put it in my TFSA and make back the tax that I had to pay. So over a 10-year period, now I'm whole again. And I don't have those worries anymore about the tax man. So in my years of this business, what I found in the last 10 years, the tax planning has been a real big issue that us planners have to really worry about and read about and take courses about and talk to accountants and tax people about some of the problems older people are facing. You know, there's four steps to a simple plan now and into retirement, right? I would say lay the foundation. Um, in other words, set goals. And remember what I said, a goal without a plan is just a wish, all right? Uh, you know, determine how much money you need. The Bank of, Bank of Montreal says you need four grand. I think you need five to 6,000 in this day and age, so... Will I have that when I hit 65 or 60, whatever the age is, and work backwards to see what your shortfall will be? Develop that plan because that is going to take you through now and into retirement and past retirement. When you pass away, there's a in your plan should include how I set my estate, that everything I worked for all my life to my kids, if you want to, you don't have to, but if you want to, send it off to them. Um, and I think the biggest problem with us human beings is what? What do you think it is, Chris? Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the biggest problem is a lack of action. It's just, you know, what thinking it about it, planning it. It's like, like, you know, go back to hockey. It's like passing the puck. You know what? We're, we're, we're on the power play and we're just passing <laughs> the puck back and forth and no one's taking a shot. We're all waiting to take that perfect shot. I think that's probably one of our biggest yeah. weaknesses. Well, except for the Leafs, they pass it to Matthews all the time. So, well, hey, anyhow. that's a that's a winning <laughs> solution. What, what am I going to say? <laughs> yes, yes, I hear you. I hear you. The biggest problem is is taking action is procrastination. You know what? I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, right. I'll do that tomorrow. I'll cut the grass tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. You know what? When I'm leaving work, you know what? I'll leave that. I'll do it tomorrow. That's the biggest downfall of human beings. The should have, could have guy. I could have done this. I should have done that. And that leads to a lot of problems down the road. And that's why you have the financial advisor. is to, is to lay the foundation, set goals, determine how much you need, develop a plan, and take the appropriate action to do all those three things above. And if you could do that successfully 70% of the time, I am telling you, when you hit to that retirement age, whatever it may be, you're gonna be better off than most people. So do not go it alone. The, the world has really changed. 
and it's changing as we talk, as we speak. And this decade looks like it's going to be one of those decades where in, you know, when we look back 2030 and we think in 2024, what do we do? Man, I should have made some changes. I should have seeked out an advisor because now I'm 10 years older. And do I want to live the next 10 years like it did the past 10 years? And you have to answer those questions and you have to be truthful, truthful to yourself to say, is that what I want to do? And if that's what you want to do, go right ahead. But if you want to change your money life and make things better for you, then you better sit down with an advisor, give me a call, go to my website. I'm not the only advisor. There's tons of us. And sit down and have a real heart-to-heart -heart chat about where you're heading in the next you know, 10 years or so of your life. Don't be so modest, Kelvin. You're one of the top advisors out there. You're one of the top advisors that in the country. And that's as uh, chosen by your peers. I think that that's an important thing to, to remember, that you're talking to one of the top financial advisors out there when you're talking to Kelvin, the money guy. And you can check out his website, askkelvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca. Or you can give him a call at 416 457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And uh, just a, in the final seconds that we have, Kelvin, any uh, final thoughts that you wanted to share with the audience? Yeah, RSP deadline is the 29th, I think Friday. Not sure. Um, decide if you really have to buy it at RSP is not. Do the calculation. Maybe buy a little bit of RSP, a little bit of TFSA, blend both worlds in and move on. If you want more information, give me a call, have a chat, talk to your advisor, call me, go on my website, but make an intelligent decision about your money. Do not make a knee-jerk or an emotional decision about what you're doing. That's that. Awesome. That's coming up on the 29th, so feel free to reach out for Kelvin, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Get a plan in action and make sure that you are well stationed for a happy retirement. Kelvin, thanks again for a great Sunday and thank you all for making us part of your Sunday. Again, that's askkelvin.ca. That's his website, askkelvin.ca. Stay tuned to 640 Toronto.